Also very important. Good morning. Zachinu to another lot of Meseches Nadarin. So we're picking up today Gimel Amad Aleph. I don't know if I'll say if you've noticed, by the way, one of the very... Dalit, I'm sorry. Dalit. And we can have Gimel if you want, but we'll do Dalit, fine. So, so I, think, I don't know if you noticed this, but it's just very interesting how the Dapim in the Darim, so far, it doesn't, of course, doesn't go straight from the Sartre, but it is interesting to see how they end perfectly at the end of Ahmed Bez. You notice that for the last two blots, so again, we went on on, on Gimel and Alf on the first day, but it is interesting to see how the sugis literally there's a natural break at the end of each page. It's interesting. All right, in any event, the Gemara says the fine top of Dalit. Rav Acha Bayakov Amar. Rav Acha Bayakov says, we also remember, the Gemara discussed the idea that you can violate the prohibition of Baal Ta'acher, of delaying the fulfillment of a vow with a Nadir Nazirus, if you make a Nadir Nazirus. So we're trying to figure out how is there ever a case of Baal Ta'acher by Nadir Nazirus, because after all, again, when does one become a Nazir? As soon as one says, Harini Nazir. So how could there ever be Baal Ta'acher? How could there ever be delaying of the fulfillment of the vow? So the Gemara gave one answer yesterday where a person structures their vow in such a way of saying, I'll become a Nazir before I die. Now the going to give it down there. Rav Yaakov, Rav Yaakov says the following, Kigon denadar, Kigon denadar, Hubevesakvaras. So for example, if a person goes in and makes a Nazir Nazirus, and he is standing in a cemetery. And I will say, now of course, this poses an interesting issue, because one of the things a Nazir is not allowed to do is become tummy mace, right? He's not permitted to go ahead and come in contact with a corpse. So if a person standing at a Levaya, so moved by the Levaya, and he says, what? Hareini Nazir. So the Shaila is, what's the status of that vow? So I will say, take a look at the Ran for just a moment. Kegon shenazar vehu bevesakvara shetzarech lotzeis miyad ulekabel alav naziros. Both say in this situation, a person has to leave this cemetery immediately, except upon himself the neder naziros. Vechilo nafik kam lebabal ta'acher. So both say here would be a case according to Rav Acha Bar Yaakov of bal ta'acher. I'm standing in a cemetery. I see harini nazir, but because I'm in a cemetery, so the neder naziros cannot devolve upon me. So what's my obligation? My obligation is to go ahead and to go ahead and get out of the cemetery as quickly as possible so that the neder naziris can begin. Let's say I delay, I tarry. I don't go ahead and leave the cemetery immediately. So if Achar Bayakov suggests that that would be a violation of Baal Ta'acher, to which the Yimar says, me'alter. So that, that, this approach works fine, according to the Mandamar Bosai, that when you go ahead and you make a neder naziris in a cemetery, that the nether is not devolving upon you immediately. So, however, there's a machlokas. Right? And there's another opinion. The other opinion says that no, when you're standing in a cemetery and you say, Harani Nazir, interestingly enough, what's the halacha? The nether naziris does devolve upon you immediately. If Indeed, that Nedr Naziris begins immediately, then what? Then when will you find the situation of Baal Ta'acher by Nedr Naziris? Well, say, so take a look at the Ran for just a moment. So the Ran says, Interestingly enough, the ramification is, ramification is, let's say, I took the, I'm standing in the cemetery, I say, Hareni Nazir. And then what do I do? I say, let's celebrate my new Nadir Naziris, let's make a Lachayim. Right, so I go ahead and I have a glass of wine in the cemetery. So 
So the shaila now is, have I violated the terms of my Nedrin Aziros? So the Ran says, according to Rabbi Yochanan, if I drink one of the base Sakvars, I get Malkus. Why? Because the, the Nedrin Aziros is Chal immediately, even in the cemetery, with Reish Lakish, According to Lakish, no, the Nedrizirus does not devolve upon me in the cemetery, but rather, again, when I leave, I have to be Makabal the Nedrizirus again once I leave. So if you hold, if you hold that, if you hold that the Nedrizirus is not Chal in the cemetery, then I understand there could be Baal Ta'acher. Because Baal Ta'acher means I, I tarry in the cemetery longer than necessary, then I'm delaying the performance of my vow. But if you hold that Lamaisa, the Nedin Aziros, is Chal immediately, then ultimately, again, what Baal Ta'acher is? I'll look at the Ran for just a mo- one more moment. Chayli Alen Aziros Me'alter. Belozo Arach Kabbalah, Kinafik, Ule Inyan Malkus, who deplete. Actually, not yet, I'm sorry. So the Mara says, Va'od, furthermore, Ha'amar Mar Baravashi, Chayli Aziros Alem Me'alter. Yet Mar Baravashi said it would appear that almost everyone agrees, Rabbo said, that when you make a Nedin Aziros in the cemetery, the Nedin Aziros devolves upon you immediately. When is there machlokas? Le'inyan malkus pligi. Right? The machlokas is only when it comes to malkus. So I'll say, now look at Rashi. Excuse me, the Ran. What does the Ran say? Chayla alen aziris me'alter. V'lotzarech kabbalah. You do not need to re-accept the nether when you leave the cemetery. V'le'inyan malkus hude pligi. I'loki al-achilas anavim ba'odo b'veisakvaros. V'chayvan d'chayla alen aziris v'lotzarech kabbalah. My balta achiri. So I'll say, so what the Gemara is suggesting is really... Most people agree that when you make a neder naziros, when you take a neder naziros in a cemetery, that neder naziros is chal right then and there. It is chal right then and there. But Lamaisa, again, they only argue about whether or not you get malchus if you were to go ahead and drink a glass of wine or to go ahead and eat grapes right there in the cemetery. So I will say, if we're now establishing that almost everyone holds that if you take a neder naziros in the cemetery, I will say, now, by the way, the mechanics of that neder naziros we're going to get to in Nazir. Because the mechanics, of course, are interesting because, remember, one of the things that brings your Nedr Naziris to a screeching halt is, right, exposure to corpse tumor. So how exactly the Nedr could be Chal in a circumstance where ultimately, again, it would normally destroy your Nedr Naziris, we'll, we'll leave for Nazir. But the idea that the Gemara is suggesting over here is that Lamaisa, when I see Harini Nazir in the cemetery, I am becoming a Nazir immediately. The Shaila just is, if I were to have a glass of wine, would I get Malkus? So if that's the case, if I'm becoming a Nazir immediately, then what? Then where's Baal Ta'acher? Because remember, Rav Akar wanted to suggest there is Baal Ta'acher by Naziros in the cemetery because it's not Chal until I leave. And therefore, if I delay leaving, I'm delaying the fulfillment of the vow. Now we're saying it's not true. The vow is, the vow is in effect right now. If that's the case, where is the case of Baal Ta'acher by Nazir Naziros? To which the Gemara says, "Afilu hachi, kamli b'bal ta'achem b'shum dekama acher neziros b'tara." To which the Gemara gives a very interesting answer: that even if lemaisi, you want to say that if I say harini nazir in a cemetery, I am a nazir, but the longer I tarry in the cemetery, I am fulfilling, I am delaying the ability to fulfill my neder b'tara in a state of ritual purity. So both sides, so therefore the Gemara says, that's also Baal Ta'acher. So now I want to show you what's very interesting about this. What's interesting about this, the Gemara says, is that apparently, again, Baal Ta'acher doesn't just mean delaying the fulfillment of the vow. Baal Ta'acher also means is the prohibition of delaying the fulfillment of the vow in the optimal fashion. And even though if I say Harini Nazir in the cemetery, I become, I become a Nazir, but that's not the optimal fulfillment of the vow. And therefore, again, delaying leaving the cemetery is a violation of Baal Ta'acher. 
it's Amravashi. So Ravashi said, Hoyo Vikhain, Hoyo Vikhain. Since this is true, therefore again, Nazir Shatime Atzmo Bemezid over Mishum Balta Achar Dinaziros Tara. So Rashi just says, now that we now that we accept this particular argument, what that also tells us is that if a Nazir goes ahead and and intentionally is Matame himself, now what does that do? That that brings to a close the first Nadir Nazirus and by definition requires restarting of a new Nadir Nazirus. So such a Nazir like that is also in violation of Balta Acher. Uh, because remember, because he's delaying the fulfillment of his vow in a state of Tara. Okay. So we'll say, so remember, so now this this next approach. So far now remember, we're trying to figure out where do you have Balta Acher in a case of Nedrinaziros. So answer number one that we gave yesterday was where a person says, I'm gonna be a Nazir before I die. Right, so remember again, we said once you mention death, you have an obligation to take care of that neder now, and delaying of will make you in violation of Balta Acher. Rav Yaakov now says that what's the case? I'm taking a neder nazirus in a cemetery, and even though again that neder nazirus is chal, but the longer I take to leave, the more I am delaying the fulfillment of the vow in a state of ritual purity. That's also Balta Acher. Wait, now, sorry, how about the termination of and being for korban? Termination of when you're not right. Korbanos, is it Vanta Acher? Oh, Bar We're going to see that in, in literally two minutes. Good. Rav Acher Ika Amar. Rav Acher says, Over Balta Acher Tagal Choso. Oh, I will say, when is there Balta Acher? There's Balta Acher with the hair cutting of the Nazir. I will say, and I remember again, at the end of the Ned, Nazir is not permitted to cut his hair. At the end of the Ned, the Nazir's part of the process is that he goes ahead and cuts his hair. If he delays cutting his hair, that's also a violation of Baal Ta'acher. So we'll say, now what the Gemara is introducing us to is something very interesting, because we always thought that just Baal Ta'acher, it's amazing, we've been living our whole lives thinking that Baal Ta'acher <coughs> is just an Isser about delaying the beginning of the vow. Now Mamish, we're enlightened, because now we see, it's not necessarily true that you could have Baal Ta'acher with the delaying of the performance of specific aspects of the vow, even though the vow, the vow has already begun. So the Gemara is suggesting over here that Lamaisa, if the Nazir goes in and delays cutting his hair, at the end of the duration of his Nazarite vow, that is also called Baal Ta'acher, to which the Gemara says, Now that goes without saying, according to the Mandam who holds, that the hair cutting is an indispensable part of the process. But Rabosa, even according to the opinion who holds that the hair cutting is not an indispensable part of the process. However, mitzvahs giluach miha lo mekayim. Rabosa, even if you hold that it's not ma'akiv, Everyone will agree that what? You still have to do it. And therefore, delaying doing it will what? Will go ahead and viol- it will be in violation of Baal Ta'acher. Look at the Rana for just one moment. Taglachas Ma'akeves. It's in like the, uh, it's in the fourth, not of the widest, but the wider lines. Taglachas Ma'akeves. Plukti Drabalazar V'Rabbanon. Drabalazar Hadichsev V'Achar Yishtar Nazir Yaim. When the Pasuk says afterwards, after the vow, the Nazir will drink the wine. Sahainu Acher Kalamaasin Kulon. Acher after means after all of the actions. Dainu Taglachas, the hair cutting, Hartsaz, Domim, the bringing of sacrificial blood. Ulurabono, Miyachevi, Karbonos of Mutrabian. So, what's this fundamental machlokes as to whether or not 
do you need the haircutting in order to go ahead and drink wine or not? So we'll say, of course, if you hold that you need the haircutting, so that delaying the haircutting will be in violation of Baal Ta'acher. But even if you don't hold that the, the haircutting is absolutely necessary to go ahead and drink wine, everyone will agree that's what? It's still a necessary piece, and therefore delaying of any necessary piece, by definition, will put you in violation of Baal Ta'acher. Just before I go on, I forgot to mention, the shir today is sponsored by Sonia Kozlovsky and family in honor of Baruch Fischel's birthday. Mazel tov, mazel tov. And, and Moshe Ben Sion's birthday. Baruch Hashem. Mazel tov, mazel tov, until 120. Says the Gemara, says the Gemara Viter. So the Gemara says, Amar, uh, okay. So Marzut Shabbat Rav Mari said, Over about the Acher Karbonosov. This is what Sayyid mentioned before. So we'll say now, Marzutra is giving another approach. Where else can you be over about the Acher? You can be over about the Acher ultimately again with the bringing of Karbonosov. So we'll say remember, at the, at the end of the Nazarite vow, the duration of the Nazarite vow, there's an obligation to bring Karbonosov. Somebody goes ahead and delays bringing their Karbonosov. They could be in violation of about the Acher. So the Gemara says, Umin hacha nafkalei. Now, Rabosa, are we suggesting over here that if someone delays bringing their karbonos, that we learn out that that is prohibited because of Balta Acher? We learn that separately. The prohibition to go ahead and delay bringing karbonos is learned out from a different Pasuk. Where is it learned out from? Because the Pasuk says literally, I will go ahead and seek out from him. Now I'll say the pause that the Gemara is quoting over here is Kisidor Nedor La Shemelokecha. If you make a Nedor to Hashem, your God, Lo Sacher Lishalmo, do not delay in paying it. Kidarosh Yidr Sheno Hashemelokecha Miimach. Lishbarachu will seek it out from you. Vahaya Bicha Chet. And if you don't go ahead and give it, ultimately again it'll be a Chet against you. So now what the Gemara is suggesting was the following. So Mazucha wanted to say that Lamaise, if you don't bring your Karbanos at the end of your Nazarite vow, you're over and Balta Acher. Gemara says, no, 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 If you don't bring your karbonos at the end of your Nazarite vow, you have a bigger problem, meaning you have a more general problem, which is the general problem of not bringing your karbonos on time. Torah says, if you don't bring your karbonos, the Baruch Hu will seek it out from you. So we don't learn that out from Balta Acher. We learn that out from Daroshi Drishenu, to which the Gemara says, Daroshi Drishenu. What does it mean? The Baruch Hu will seek it out from you. Elu chatos ashamos. This refers to chatos and asham offerings, where if you are chayiv to bring it, you must go ahead and bring it quickly, to which the Gemara says, to which the Gemara says, and if you look at the Ran, the Ran says, Elu chatos v'ashamos, v'karbanos nozir harehin bichlal. You know, also remember, chatos and asham means any time you're obligated to bring a karban, you have to bring it immediately, or as, as immediately as possible. You do have, remember again, we'll say, if you have to bring a karban, you don't have to drop everything necessarily and run to Yushalayim the next day. Remember, there is a certain duration of time which you have to bring the carbon, but it, remember, it has to be done with some level of immediacy. So therefore, again, I, le- I don't have to learn this out from Baal Ta'acher, to which the Gemara says, what would I have thought? That since Nazir has a specific Chiddush, that maybe Lemaisa Nazir is different than a Chatas and a Asham. So the Gemara says, my Chiddush, so what's the novelty in Nazir? So maybe you'll see like this. So we'll say, well, you know why, why, you know why the karbonos of a nazir is, is unique? Because we'll say, let's say somebody says, I, t- I say, I hereby accept upon myself to bring the khatas offering of a nazir. So we'll say, so what is the status of such a declaration? 
the halacha is, it's meaningless. Why is it meaningless? Because unless you are a nazir, you cannot go ahead and obligate yourself to go ahead and bring a chatas nazir. So I might have thought that since I can't go ahead and bring that carbon as in a, in a voluntary fashion, therefore again, therefore the said maybe it's not subject to daroshi drishenu. Maybe it's not subject to the general pro- or the general obligation to bring a carbon in an expeditious fashion. The Gemara says one second. But look at the case of Chata Let's say the case of Chata is the, is the idea that if a person goes and eats Chalev, forbidden fat, they have to bring a carbon Chatos. So what about a Chata Chalev? She'ein matfisa beneder. I'll say if you take a neder to bring a Chata Chalev, that neder is not binding. Because obviously you can't bring a Chata Chalev unless, of course, what? Unless you ate Chalev. So the idea over here is, and yet still in that case, and yet again, you are still in, you are still in violation of Baal Ta'acher. Rather, so what is the Chiddush? Most remember, just to keep the flow over here, remember, the Gemara was suggesting, Marzucha was suggesting, that Lamaisa, again, you could violate the prohibition of Baal Ta'acher by Nazir, by delaying in bringing your Karbonos. To which the Gemara answered, but we already know that. How do we already know that? We know that from the Pasuk of Daroshi Drishenu, which tells us that whenever you go ahead and have to bring a carbon, you have to bring it quickly. And if you don't, Chodesh Baruch who's going to seek it out from you. To which the Gemara says, well, I might have thought that maybe Nazir was not included in the Pasuk of Daroshi Drishenu because of some unique novelty that it possesses. So now the Gemara says again, so what is Elamai Chidusheha? What is the Chidish of Nazir? Sakadai Tchamina, I would have thought, Hoel Ve'im Amar Hareini Nazir, Afilu Minachartzan. But say, listen to this. That if a person would say, I am a Nazir from grape seeds. Right? And I will say, now a Nazir is not permitted to eat grape seeds. So let's say he says again, you know what the truth is? I'm not really ready to give up wine. Right? I'm not ready to give up grapes, but you know, I'll give up grape seeds. Right? As I'm undertaking a, a Nazirite vow not to eat grape seeds. So it says, what's that, Lachas? This is pretty amazing. This is why I need to come to Dafyom, because you can get yourself into big trouble. So the Gemara says, having Nazir Lakol. So if you will say, if you make a Nedra like that, it doesn't work. If you say, I'm Nazir in a I'm a nazir from the grape seed. Guess what? You bought the whole. How does it go? You bought, what is it? You bought the whole. Uh, you bought the whole enchilada. All right, farm. Good. Hey, you, you, hey, good. All right. Enchilada sounds better. What's an? I'm not gonna, I don't know what enchilada is. But all right. So the in, in any in any event. So the idea is you've bought right. You've undertaken the entire nazir nazirus. Right. It's it's all it's all yours. So the says, I might have thought therefore so we'll say, I might have thought like this, since Nedr Naziris has this incredibly unique aspect, where even if you only say that you're undertaking one small part, in fact, you have bought the entire Nedr Naziris, therefore maybe it's not included in the prohibition of Baal Ta'acher, Kamash no, Kamash that it is included in the prohibition of Baal Ta'acher, and if you delay bringing your Karbonos Nazir, you are actually in violation of Baal Ta'acher. Oh, so... No, so we'll discuss why that is. We'll discuss why that is. Because this, norm- this is actually strange. Because normally by Nidarim, we actually go achar lashon b'nei adam. We do go ahead and we follow the way that people normally speak. So here you would think that if you explicitly articulated that you're only undertaking charts and that that should be limiting. But yeah, we'll see the chiddush over here. We'll see why that is. So the Gemara said, Ella... So we'll say this makes sense according to the Manda Amr who says that if you go ahead and you take a Nazarite vow only to abstain from grape seeds, that indeed that makes you an entire Nazir. 
holds that you only become a nazir if you mamish agree to abstain from everything. So what is there to say? Furthermore, I will say this whole discussion doesn't make sense because I will say in all of these. Remember, remember what we're trying to say. We're trying. We're floating a havamin over here that nazir would not be included in daroshi Drushenu because it has a chiddush. But every Kiddush the Gemara has mentioned so far is a Chumrah. So if Nazir has additional Chumrah, Sarbosai, that would not be grounds to say that it's not included in Daroshi Dushanu. In fact, if we see that it's more Chumrah, that would be argument to say what? That of course it's included in Daroshi Dushanu. Brother, what is the Kiddush of Nazir? I might have thought to say, Hoel, I'm a base. Hoel, the Imgilach, Al Achas Mishlashtan, Yotza. Now listen to this, because I would have thought. That if he went ahead and he he cut his hair after doing one of the three processes, he's yotze. And I will say, now look at look at Rashi here for just a moment. So Rashi, left hand side, Listen to this. The nazir chayiv shalosh karbanos, right? A nazir is chayiv three karbanos. Ola, chatos ushlamin. It's chayiv in ola chatos and ushlamin. Kidech siv vehikrives karbanol laHashem keves ben shnas tamim veim lohevi elachatos. Now, I will say, now the, the issue is that if the Nazir just brought <coughs> one of the Karbanos, the Khatos, he's able to go ahead and cut his hair already. And this, of course, is an incredible Kiddush. So, listen to this. So, since Nazir does have a Kula, what's the Kula? That even though he has to bring three Karbanos, after he already brings one of them, that gives him the license to cut his hair. So I might have thought that once he has license to cut his hair after one carbon, that for some reason he's not included in the prohibition of Baal Ta'acher. Kamash that is not the case. Kamash said that even though Nazir has this quote-unquote kula, he is still ultimately again responsible if he delays the bringing of the rest of the karbanos. The other possibility is, what ultimately again is the chidish of Nazir? Mishum Dolo Matfiso Beneder. Ultimately, again, we'll say this because that's what we said before, <laughs> that you cannot go ahead and undertake the nether nazirus, as say it differently. You cannot obligate yourself in a chatos nazir through a nether. So we'll say a person can't say, I'm going to bring a chatos nazir. If a person makes a statement like that, that statement is meaningless. The only time it is meaningful if you see that you're bringing a chatos nazir is when? Yeah. Is when? If you're a nazir. But if you're not a Nazir, you can't go ahead and make a Nazir to bring a Chatos Nazir. So maybe that's the Chiddush over here. I but that which we said before, we said, but that's not unique by Nazir. For example, if I say, I obligate myself to bring a Chatos Chalif, right? The Chatos offering for eating Chalif. But if I didn't eat Chalif, I can't bring that carbon either. Here's the difference. Chatos Chalif Ka'asyul Chapara. So here's the difference that when you bring a Chatos for Chalif, why are you bringing that Chatos? That's for kapara. That's for atonement purposes. So I'll say it makes sense that if you didn't do the crime, you can't bring the atonement, right? If you didn't commit the sin of eating chilev, there's no atonement for me. Uh, so look, look at Rashi for just a moment. Asya le kapara. Rashi almost right across. Tahai tzarech kapara. Bishub chilev sha'achal. Person needs atonement because of the forbidden fat that they ate. V'chevad le kapara ka'asi. And since a person, and since there was, and since a person required kapara, so therefore, again, kaib about ta'acher. Therefore, again, I will say, if a person doesn't bring that carbon, ultimately, again, they're in violation about ta'acher. 
However, again, finish Rashi Val Nazir Lo Ovid Shum Chait Bli Bai Kapara. I'll say, however, again, a Nazir again has not committed any kind of sin that requires Kapara. What the Gemara is suggesting over here is that Lemaisa again, when is there Balta Acher? Balta Acher maybe is when again a person has committed some type of act, in the case, let's say, of Chayil Chatos, where a person has committed a sin. Therefore, the kapara is nece- the carbon is necessary for kapara. Where carbon is necessary for kapara, you can't delay bringing it. However, back to the gemara. However, again, chatos nazir lemai asya. But again, boss, when a person brings a chatos for a nazir, right? For at the end of his nazir naziros, why is he bringing it? He hasn't committed any type of avera, and therefore, because he hasn't committed an avera, bossai. Therefore, I might have thought that the delaying of bringing that carbon would not make me in violation of would not make me in violation of balta acher. I have to give us one second. Farichatos yoledes. But Rabbi said, what about the sin offering that a woman who has given birth brings? So, chatos yoledes, shdilo asya le kapara. Rabbi said, obviously, that's not coming to effect. She doesn't need atonement for anything. And yet, va'avar ala mishum baltacher. And yet, what Rabbi said, she goes ahead and if she doesn't bring it, she is in violation of baltacher. So, you see over here, that if you have a carbon, even if it does not affect kapara, there is still an issue of balta acher, which would then would what? Would immediately place the chatos nozir right back in the category of carbonos that are, that, that, that are subject to balta acher. To which the Gemara says, it's still not a good comparison, because hahi kasharia la lemecho bekadshin. Oh, I'll tell you the difference in that case is what? Is that a member of say she can't eat kadshim, she can't eat sacrificial items. Let's say she's a, she's a wife of a Kohen. She can't eat any sacrificial items without what? Or she can't eat truma without that carbon. So to a certain degree, that carbon permits her to do things. Because it permits her to do things in the consumption of, uh, of kadshim, therefore it's subject to the laws of balta acher. On the other hand, again, one can make the argument that perhaps the chatas nazir is in a different category, and therefore the maisa, maybe it's not subject to balta acher. So we'll say, what comes out over here, so the, this, sugya, this sugya stops over here. But the idea that comes out from this particular sugi is the following. So let's work backwards. So remember, the whole point of the sugi was trying to figure out where do you see that nazir could be subject to the laws of balta acher. So we'll say, so number one we saw is that lamaisa it could be with karbanos. If you delay going ahead and bringing the karbanos of nazir, you could go ahead and be subject to laws of balta acher. Now the reason why that's a novelty is because we see that nazir is different than other karbanos. So the Havamina is, I might have thought that because of those unique differences, that carbon nazir is not subject to the laws of Balta Acher. Hamash <coughs> it is. So if you delay going ahead and bringing your Nazarite offerings, at the end of the duration of your Nazarite down, you are over on Balta Acher. Other possibility is if you delay getting your hair cut after your Nedinaziris could also be Balta Acher. Third possibility is that if you took a Nedinaziris in the cemetery, but you, and then you delayed leaving the cemetery, even though the Nedinaziris is Chal on you, even in the cemetery, the act of delaying leaving the cemetery ultimately delays the fulfillment of the vow Bitara in a state of ritual purity, and that's Balta Acher. And of course, fourth possibility, which is what we learned yesterday, is that Lamaisa person makes a Nedir saying, I'm going to be a Nazir before I die. Once you go ahead and you link your Nazarite experience to death, there is an imperative to go ahead and take that Nedir Naziris as quickly as possible. Fine. So the Gemara goes weiter. Says the Gemara, Amr Mar, Uma Nidarim Ha'av Mefer Nidre Bito, Ubal Mefer Nidre Ishto, Af Naziris. So we'll say, so remember, this is Gemara is quoting from the Brysa earlier. So Mar said that just like when it comes to regular Nidarim, a father has the ability to annul the vows of his daughter. And a husband has the ability to annul the vows of his wife. 
af nazirus. So when it comes to nazirus, ha'av mefer nazirus pito, a father has the ability to annul the nether nazirus of his daughter, ubal mefer nazirus ishto, and a husband has the ability to be mefer the nether nazirus of his wife. So the Gemara says, lamali, why do I need this particular limud? Hakesha teise bememats, excuse me, lamali hakesha, teise bemematsin, I'm saying, now the truth is, like, why do I even need this whole statement? Nazir is what? Yeah. It's a nadar. So meaning, once you tell me that a father has the right to annul his daughter's nadar, and a husband has the right to annul his wife's nadar, you don't need to start listing all different types of nadar. It's understood. I will say, amematsinu essentially is like, uh, amematsinu is the exegetical principle, but essentially means like a common denominator. Meaning, once you've established that this right of annulment exists from a father to a daughter, from a husband to a wife, when it comes to nadarim, I don't need you to go out of your way and tell me that it also applies to a nadir nazirus, because that's obvious. To which the Gemara says, I'll tell you why I need to say it. Because Dilma Gabi Nedarim Hu Demefer Mishum Dolo Isle Kitsusa. We'll say, here's the chilek. When it comes to Nedarim, when it comes to Nedarim, I might have said, the reason a father has the ability to annul the nether of his daughter, or for that matter, the, uh, a husband has the ability to annul the nether of his wife, is mishum delo isle kisusa. Isle kisusa means they don't have any specific duration. In other words, they're both saying that when you undertake a nether, so unless you qualify that nether with a particular time frame, the assumption is that what? That nether extends, right? I, I, I take a nether not to go and eat grapefruit. So lemaisa, again, lemaisa, that nether extends just forever. There's no, lot, there's no reason to assume it doesn't. So I might have thought, when does a father have the power of annulment over his daughter? And when does a husband have the power of annulment over his wife? That's when the <laughs> nether doesn't have a duration. However, when it comes to an adenazirus, which by definition has a duration, what does that mean? As we will see, that even if a person does not explicitly say how long they're going to be a nazir for, I will say an unqualified adenazirus extends for 30 days. So I will say, this is actually very interesting. If you go out and you say, Harini Nazir, and I'm a Nazir, and you don't qualify the duration, it's 30 days. If you say Harini Nazir, you know, for five years, you, you, you could attach the duration for as long as you want, but without any explicitly stated duration, the Nazirus only lasts 30 days. So I might have thought Rabosai, that in a self-contained nether like that, that lasts 30 days, maybe what? Maybe the father should not have power of annulment over the daughter, and maybe, again, the wife should not have power of annulment, excuse me, the husband should not have power of annulment over the wife. Kamash on that, that is not the case. Kamash on that even a nether Nazirus, which has an inherently built-in, short or limited duration, even in that case, father has the ability to another the do- to, to another of his daughter, as husband has the ability to another of his wife. Haomer the Chavera Mudarni. So we'll say now the Gemara is going to go back and begin to speak about the Yados cases, right? The truncated, the truncated uh, verbiage cases. So remember again, this is in the Mishnah. The Mishnah said Mudrani Mimcha Mifrushani Mimcha. Right, a man says, a person says to his friend, I am mudder from you, I am separated from you, I am distanced from you, that which I eat of you, that which I taste from you, 
usr. In all of these cases, Rabosai, so the effect is that a person has made a bona fide neder, and therefore, again, a person is usr to benefit. Right, so these are the cases of yados, partial declarations. So says the Gemara, now we're going to qualify this. It's actually quite interesting. Amr Shmuel. So Shmuel said, Bekulon, ad sheyomer sha'ani ocha sha'ani tuam lecha. So we'll say, Shmuel says the following. Shmuel says in all of these cases, Rabosai, if you make a statement, Mudrani mimcha, Mufrashani mimcha, Mirchukani mimcha, those statements are irrelevant. Those statements are only meaningful if you attach a follow-up statement that says, Shani ocha lecha, Shani tuam lecha. In other words, if you go ahead and you say, Mudrani mimcha, or Mudrani mimcha, Sha'ocha lecha, Shani ocha lecha. I take a nether that I may not eat from you, then that statement is effective. But if you just say, Mudrani Mimcha, I am mudered from you, I am nethered from you, ultimately, again, that statement by itself is ineffective. I will say, if you take a look at the Ran, so the Ran over here says, Elahaki Ka'amar Shmuel. So the Ran says, Devade Shmuel Gufei Moda, Tahanach Tamas Nisa Mili Mili Katani, Devachol Chad Nisar. Now what Shmuel is going to say is, and we'll, we'll explain this more fully in just a little bit, but look at this next line. Actually, I'm sorry, I'm skipping ahead here. I apologize. Let's, let's go back. Let's go back to the Gemara for just a moment. So remember again, so what Shmuel seems to be saying right now is that Lamaisa, these shortened forms of where it says, Mudrani Mimcha, Mokhrakani Mimcha, only work if you if you qualify it with a statement of that I will eat that I will not eat from you that I will not taste from you. So the Gemara says Meisvei. So where is the Kasha? Mudr ani mimcha, mefushani mimcha, merichukani mimcha, hariza aser. Rabbi say here the Gemara quotes the Brisa, and the Brisa says that if I make these statements, I make these statements to to Ruvain, I am mudr from you. I am separated from you. I am distanced from you. In all of these cases, hareza aser. Now, now, what does this show you? That shows you that even these partial statements, <coughs> without what? Without sha'ani ochelacha, without sha'ani toimlacha, still have the ability to create a chalos shame neder. Still have the ability to go, these are yodos, these, these are partial declarations which are effective. How is the Gemara says, hareza aser, sha'ani ochelacha, sha'ani toimlacha, hareza aser. And Yerabo say, now again, there's a second set of, of statements that you can make, partial declarations that you can make. If I say that I, I won't eat from you, right, or I won't taste from you, that's also a partial declaration of a neder and becomes aser. So, the, so I'll say, so what do you see from here? You see from here that even if you just make the statement, mudrani mimcha, mefrushani mimcha, and even if you don't attach to it a statement or a follow-up phrase, shani ocha lecha, shani toim lecha, that ultimately it works. To which the Gemara says, no, 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 haki kartani, this is what it means to say. When do we say that a statement of mudra ani mimcha, mufrashani mimcha, mirichukani mimcha is effective to create a neder? That's only ba'omer shani ochalacha, shani tolmacha. That's only if you follow it up with a phrase that I will not eat of yours or I will not taste of yours. In other words, what the Gemara is suggesting is if I make a statement to Ruvain, mudrani mimcha, 
I am nethered from you. Such a statement the Gemara is suggesting is, is not meaningful. But if I say, I am nethered from you and that I will not eat from you, such a statement is effective. But again, just the mudrani without the sha'ani ochelacha will not be enough. Is that true? But yet we learn just the opposite. Shani ochelacha, shani toimlacha, aser. But I say, we learned in the Bryce that's what? That if a man says, if I say to Ruvain, uh, that, I, that I eat from you, that I taste from you, which the inference from that is that I am taking a nether not to eat from you, not to taste your food. Usser, again, such a statement is effective, meaning it creates, it creates an, a nether. I can't eat yours. I can't eat your stuff. Similarly, if I, if, I make, if I make the statement, I am mudra from you, separated from you, distance from you, hareza usser. Ultimately, again, it's usher. So we'll say you see that these partial statements of either mudrani or ochalacha both create isrim for a nether. To which the Gemara says, Tani hachi, this is how you have to understand it. Ukvar amar mudrani. Ah, uh, we'll say, so what's the case? When do we say sha'ani toim lacha ultimately works? That's only if you said first mudrani. If you say mudrani mimcha, and then followed up with the statement of sha'ochalacha, then such a statement is effective. But apparently to say mudrani mimcha by itself or shani ochalacha by itself are not going to be effective lashonos of nadarim. To which the Yemar says, Ihachi, if that's the case, hainuresha. Right? Then the, really the Bryce is saying the same thing. Va'od, asr, asr, lamali, lemisni. They're both saying there's a bigger problem. The bigger problem is that stylistically the way that the Bryce is set up. Because how is the Bryce is set up? Mudrani mimcha, mifrushani mimcha, mirchukani mimcha, Asr, Shiyokalacha, Shiitamlacha, Asr. If really these statements are all linked, and in reality what you're telling me is that a statement of Mudranimcha is only effective if what? If what? With with Shani Ochalacha, then the Brysa should only state Asr when? Once at the end of all of those statements. The fact that the Brysa mentions some of the statements as Asr, then another group of statements that says Asr seems to indicate to us what? That each of those partial statements stands on its own. To which the Gemara says, Amr Shmuel, Shmuel says like this, Taima da Amr Shani Ochalacha, Shani Toim Lacha, Hud da Asr, Vechavera Mutter. Shmuel advances a very interesting approach. Shmuel wants to say, you're right. Each of these Lashonos are effective, but they affect different things. So, for example, if a person says, Shani Ochalacha, Shani Toimlacha, person says, just this Lashon Rabosai, that I hereby, I hereby undertake a promise, Shani Ochalacha. I will say now, it was inter- of course intriguing about this is, Shani Ochalacha translates as, I'm going to eat your stuff. Of course, that's not what it means in this context. What this context is, is I hereby undertake a vow regarding things that I eat of yours, which indicates to us that when I say Shani Ochalacha, or when I say Shani Toimlacha, Hud Aser, so when I make that type of Lashon, that Lashon creates an Isser for me, the vower. But what? I am only Aser for Ru- to Ruvain's stuff. Let's say, let's say I'm taking the vow to Ruvain. So when I say, Shani Ocha Lecha, Shani Toim Lecha, I'm creating an Isser on myself that I can't eat Ruvain's stuff. However, Vichavero Mutter. But Rabosai, Ruvain is totally permitted to eat my stuff. Look at the Ran. Look at down over here in that ran that we that I started before. So look in the second line of that ran. 
If I go ahead and I make the, well, actually, the rant's skipping ahead a little bit. If I make the nedar mudrani mimcha, I am mudr from you. Shnehen asurin. Ubesha'ani ochalacha hu asur vechavero mutter. So we'll say, Shmuel's making a very interesting, a very interesting observation. So Shmuel says, if I just say, Sha'ani ochalacha, what I am saying to Ruvain is, I can't get any benefits from your stuff, so I am prohibited, but Ruvain, you're permitted in my stuff, top of, top of hay. Aval. Amar mudrani heimach, but Jamosa, if I go ahead and I say, I am mudered from you, then what? So the, I'm sorry, Amar mudrani heimach, lichudei, shnehen asurin. Both of us will be asur, meaning I can't get benefit from Ruben's stuff, and Ruben can't get benefit from my stuff. The Gemara says, Rabbi Rabbi As Rabbi Yossi said, Mudrani asurin. If I make the statement of I am mudrat from you, I am Asr and Ruvain stuff, and Ruvain is Asr Master. We'll say, take a look at the top run on the daf. Dom Rabbi Yossi, left hand side. Dom Rabbi Yossi, Mudrani Heimach, Shnein Asurin. Nira Be'inai Dahai Taima. Mishum Dimashwa. Why is that? If I say I am mudrat from you, why is that? He says, Mishum, I'm sorry, Dimashwa. Because ultimately what I'm saying is, when I say mudrani, I am saying I and my property cannot get any benefit from you and your property. <coughs> so when I say mudrani mimcha, what I'm saying is I'm removing any level of hana'a from you and by extension you from me. In other words, what I'm saying over here is I cannot get benefits from anything of you and yours and by definition you can't get benefits from anything of mine. You know what I'm saying? I have the ability to say you may not get benefit from my property. I absolutely have that ability to say. So what Shmuel is suggesting over here is the following, that really both Lashonos are correct but both Lashonos accomplish different things. If I say, so what I'm doing is, it's a much narrower nether. And the nether that I'm making is, I may not get benefit from you, but yet what? That nether has no impact on you to me. However, if I say, so suggesting is a much more dramatic nether, where I am saying, I cannot get any benefit from you, and you cannot get any benefits from me. So both sides. So therefore, the ma'isa, again, both the shonos work together, but both the shonos ultimately work independently as well. Again, one last time, if I say any toim lecha, any ocha lecha, that is a nedra of more limited scope. I may not get benefits from you, but you are still permitted to get benefits from me. But if I say mudrani, mufrashani, merichokani mimcha, that type of all-encompassing lashon says, you can't get benefits from me, or I should say, I can't get benefits from you, but also including in that is, you may not get benefits from me or any of my property. I will say, we'll stop over, we'll pick up in Mirza Hashem, a few lines down from the top. Hey, Ahmed Aleph, tomorrow. Well, I'm not, remember, I'm not affecting someone else. It's my property. So my property, I have the right to determine who gets benefits from what. So I'm telling you, you can't use my stuff. I can tell you you can't use my stuff, but that's not a matter. Right. Uh, no, I'm prohibiting my stuff upon you. You can't get benefits from it. So, so if, if now Ruben comes and uses that stuff... He's not over on Balyachel. He's not over on Balyachel, but he's not permitted to do so. So he's used my stuff without permission. That's Gzela. Correct. 
it's not anything with neder. Correct. He's not. He's not. He's not in violation of a neder. Correct. But he's in violation of a prohibition. And I'm not in vi- violation of a neder either because I didn't do it. That is correct. So how does, how does that become part of, a, of, of the Dara? Be- because it creates a reality. The neder creates a reality. The neder says, "I don't want you to use my stuff." Meaning, under normal circumstances, you remember, this is like the halacha we learned on, on Yantiv. Under normal circumstances, so you walk into Shul, you see my talus and you're permitted to use it. Right? If I say Mudrani Mimcha, you can't use it. So, correct, it's not the shock. You're not, you're not going to be in violation of an ed. Reuben won't be in violation of an ed if he does use it, but the myself created an Isser. You can't back on it. Correct. Correct. It's why? I'm saying you can't get any benefits from anything that's mine. I can't get benefit. I can't get benefits. I'm because I'm making a nether. That's that's how I'm affecting this. I am affecting this whole thing.